Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. A place of our own without a lot of parents bearing down our backs. Radio worth watching. One man has stood apart from the rest. They say it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. We'll let you decide. This is the Lexington Steel Live Show, hosted by the legendary Lex Steel and Michelle G, the voice of reason. Whatever you do, do it big. Because in this world, size matters. What's going on? Microphone See what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, it is November 27, 2000. I'm sorry, November 27, 2013. What does that mean? That means November 28, 2013. It's Turkey Day tomorrow. Not only is it Turkey Day, ladies and gentlemen, but there was a young man born. Oh, yeah, there may man. Some years ago, the name of the year will remain unidentified, but... Tomorrow there will be a celebration somewhere. It ain't no secret. Google it. Your main man, Lex Steele, brings in another birthday tomorrow, ushering in uh, another year of uh, challenge and conquering, if you will. Michelle conquering? Jean. Who are you conquering, Lex? That is! <laughs> what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? What's up, Michelle G? What's up, Lex? Long day today, but I'm ready for the holiday tomorrow and your birthday. Oh, yeah. It's going to get down and dirty. Well, let's hope there's more dirty than down. My dishes from all the cooking, that's all I know. <laughs> well, tonight we have two guests with us tonight. First and foremost, I want to introduce Andre Lavelle, who is a photographer whose site is pornartgraphy.net, as well as a physical trainer, as well as an amateur adult content producer and provocateur. Would What's a provocateur? I don't know. As a matter of fact, I can't barely spell it, Michelle G. Okay. But <laughs> no, but uh, certainly enough. And also, we have with us Paulina Paulara Hawkins, author of a number of books of which we will discuss tonight. Hello, Paulara. Hi. How you doing? You Welcome. know what? I can almost. I can. You know, Paul. I can almost not see you over my screen. Okay. Are you? Is that? Yeah, I want you to make sure we can get a good look. We, we okay. see people are in there. Okay. Everybody's got a good look of it. See what I'm saying? Dre, you know, backed up Dre, the muscular Dre's up in the in the screen. What up? What's happening, big homie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, big you know what? Like Michelle G pointed out, we do have Thanksgiving um, tomorrow. So as we all can agree, there are a number of things that we can, of course, give thanks for. Mm -hmm. And so for the people out there that want to give a call in, Michelle G., what is it, 323-622? 8623, which spells? As a matter of fact, toad. For? Hop. Network. Dot com. Pardon, pardon the tone well deafness. See what I'm saying? But you know what? Before we go any further, I want to make sure that we give a quick shout-out to my main man, Stephen A. Smith. And, of course, his main man, Skip Bayless of First Take ESPN. And, of course, Sexual Chocolate, Carrie Champion. But I will say this, Michelle G., Quick shout out to my secret quiet favorite, Josina Anderson. Are you familiar with Josina? No. 
Andre, you're familiar with Josina Anderson, Should I right? Be? Definitely, definitely. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I Laura, mean, you know. are you familiar? I have no idea. So, okay. is this Well, Google it, Google it, Google it. <laughs> While I'm Googling your birth year, yeah. Let's just say, if you remember uh, Jim Brown's uh, uniform number when he was a star running back at Syracuse University, All-American, as well as an All-American in lacrosse, um, Jim Brown. What was that? Andre Lavelle's got the numbers. 44. Oh, damn. That's the year you were born in? No. <laughs> I know. I mean, please. I know. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I was born in 1944, I would be using all types of Viagras. <laughs> they would call me Niagara because I'd be the black man using Viagra, so I'd be the... The the, <laughs> the, the that wasn't it. That wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, before we go any further, I want to give a quick uh, you know word to the sports world out there, and we'll get into our show tonight, um, a la Bill Maher in format. Um, but first and foremost, for those like myself who are playing to attend the World Cup, we had an incident at the main stadium for the World Cup in Sao Paulo where one of the cranes that were being used um, toppled over and damaged the stadium, unfortunately killing three uh, construction workers on that stadium. So Godspeed to those who've lost their loved ones, and we do hope that the stadium will be, uh, notwithstanding the death of people, but we hope the stadium will be ready for its December due date um, in preparation for next summer's World Cup and being hosted, of course, by Brazil. You're the going odds to Brazil I anticipate, me and Andre were speaking of this earlier. Andre, what's the name of that travel service uh, that you're a member of? World Ventures. Well, you know what? Before we go, let's launch right into it. I'm going to it. Andre, tell us real quickly about what you do with that because there's a lot of people that may be interested in the program that you uh, that you administer. World Ventures is more or less uh, an exclusive travel uh, club. More like It's like Sam's Club of Traveling. Okay. So we... Purchase in bulk and offer the discounts to you. And where can people access that? Because I know I'm thinking about becoming a member myself. Definitely at worldventures.com. Uh, okay. Now, so what happens is, and I'm just giving you a, a shameless plug, opportunity for a shameless plug, because I'm thinking about going out now. It's for people that want to go to the World Cup. Andre and I were talking about this morning. Um, we were talking about the fact that they, your, your, your company has a program for 4100 bucks, but it's six nights. Six nights in Brazil, Michelle. G, you going with me? I got no. If you're paying, yes. <laughs> if you want to buy me the trip because I'm so awesome, I'll totally go. Well, that might that might, and Andre, we were talking this morning. I said, I said, look, I said, this is one trip, and I'll likely I'll be going on by myself. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Because of the uh, the cost factor, but we'll see what's up. I, I, but it's you know. a five star hotel. No, actually, it's four <laughs> stars on. It said four stars. But star. that's like. Yeah. I wish it was five. Three times my rent. Well, let's just say that you know what. You know, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what Live you never in know. An apartment. Yeah. Go to Brazil for six days. Yeah. Well, you know what? You roll with you roll with the steel. You might you might want to you might want to roll with Kobe. <laughs> oh yeah. As a matter of fact, Kobe Bryant just... of the L.A. Lakers resign that contract. Call it Powerball because he's he won the Powerball again. Dude signed a two year extension. For forty eight point five milli, I am a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. You guys know Little Wayne. Oh yeah. You see what I'm saying? 
Shelby, Paul Laura. You know, you know Little Wayne, right? Yeah. All right, no doubt. So you knew where I was coming from with the yes. Amelie, Amelie. Yes, Amelie. we knew. <laughs> and so on top of that, about four months ago, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant, as it is. Why Bean? His middle name. Really? Because his father was named Jelly Bean Bryant, his NBA wow. career spanning 11 years, and subsequent to that, eight or nine years in the Italian league. And he was called Jelly Bean Bryant. So when he had his son, Kobe, he named him by, you know, little, little, his junior, little, my little man, call him Bean. The big Jelly Bean, the little Bean. Sports lexicon. See what I'm saying? Lex- Knows his lex- lexicon. So it's 48 million, was it? 48 million, for two, two years. years. Two years. Okay, coming there's off nothing I wouldn't heel. do for 48 million dollars. I know. Sure. I no, there's nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> there's nothing you could say that I wouldn't do for 48 million dollars. Well, now, now uh, you know what? We're, we're all very online savvy. You mean to tell you, you know, I've seen nothing. a lot of stuff on online. You know, and south of the border. Hey, Andre, what we supposed to take Pilar down to Tijuana and drop nothing. her off and say, look, you have 48 mil. And over there, I could get therapy after. I'm okay. <laughs> Forty-eight million. You know how much money that there is. Nothing I would. You there's nothing. No, but, but that's not even. Lifetime. It's not even all. About three, four months ago, mm-hmm. he received a lump sum of the end of his prior contract. Oh lord. Uh-huh. He took it. I, I believe I might be incorrect in terms of numerically, but if not by much, thirty-six point two mil. There's nothing I wouldn't do for that. See what so I'm 36.2 plus, plus 48. 48. Yeah. Nothing in, in, I wouldn't in, do. In, nothing. In, in the last six months, that is. Mind I would you. tongue wow. kiss my brother for that. Oh, come on. You got to do more than that. Mm, that's my brother. Ugh. But you got to do more than that. I'm man. sorry. For 48 million, yeah, name it. I'm, I'm there. No. <laughs> I, gotta, you know. I don't care. There's nothing you could say. I'm sorry. I have no morals. <laughs> Shit. Okay. You know no, what? Now no. we're, you know what? We, we, we broached. The the if the, if not the essence uh, we we broach the 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 sexuality that is just churning in this room. I want to give some news about Jameis Winston before we get into the sex talk, where sex talk means real talk on Lex Still Live with Michelle G. But Jameis Winston, for those who are out there following the Florida State Uber quarterback, who's the leading candidate for the Heisman Trophy this year, and of course is included in a situation which may or may not. In, in a rape conviction or rape assertion. Oh, yeah. Um, and so the latest on that is the Tallahassee Police Department has not determined whether or not they will bring charges or go further with uh, the progressive charges uh, within the next two weeks. And what the, the rub is that uh, Jameson, being leading candidate for the Heisman Trophy, does this jeopardize his chances. What I pose and posit is the fact that don't why is it, why is anybody in Winston's camp worried about the Heisman Trophy when this twenty year old can possibly uh, be charged um, in this sexual assault case? It kind of puts uh, the Heisman Trophy race in per- proper perspective. Are we witnessing an improper perspective, Andre? What do you think? Uh, so it's they're focusing on. The Heisman Trophy over the rape charge. Yeah, like it's like it's like more of a big deal. Is they're worried about whether or not the situation is going to progress and is it going to go away in terms of him being not, you know, uh, continued to be involved in this, or whether he's going to be materially involved in this. And it begs the question: um, At what point do the voters for the Heisman Trophy write him off? So 
his camp, including his lawyers in Florida State, is like, look, can you get they're telling Tallahassee Police Department, look, you know, get off the toilet or take take a shit or get off the toilet. Are yeah. you going to go forward with this? You're going to keep it hanging over his head because the longer you're hanging over his head, the more likely he's not going to be considered for the Heisman. But but the bottom line, people, is that he's still going to be allowed to play. And so Florida State will make tens of millions of dollars over the course of the remaining three to four games. And if they continue on their undefeated streak and they, of course, vie for a national championship uh, in all likelihood against the Alabama Crimson Tide, led by, of course, Nick Saban, um, you could see millions of dollars. Well, that's what it boils down that's to. That's what it boils down to. Not about the 20-year-old man. It's not about the, the woman who suffered a sexual assault, whether it's Winston or at the hands of another um, uh, person. But um, we'll see what happens with that and how that progresses. Now, we were about to get into sex a second ago, ladies and gentlemen. Right, Michelle G? I hope but so. But you have something that we want to get out the Guys, box involving a former Laker. players who are making a lot of money and the ones who aren't. Lamar Odom. So I just peeped here on my smart little electronical device that, um, you know, so they're getting divorced. Everybody knows. Does everybody know? I didn't know that. When well, I yeah, because I knew about all the cracking the girls, you know, apparently. Allegedly. That's what we're okay. supposed to say. So anyways, but apparently, yeah, Chloe is filing for divorce, right? Lamar, and there's supposed to be some sort of agreement for Lamar keep zipped his lips about what he knows about the Kardashian clan. Because they are a little clear. They didn't have a prenup. There I wasn't don't prenup know about play? that prenup. You would think so. Anyways, Lamar wants $10 million silence money from Chloe, And he also wants his engagement ring back, which is worth $875,000. I think, yeah, what they're saying here, they think he's trying to pull a little Chris Humphreys. You know, because Chris got his $2 million engagement ring back from Chloe. Uh, sorry, Kim. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so this is what it is. Apparently, um, Lamar is a canon. You know, the Chris and Chloe, according to a source, are worried about Lamar. He's a loose cannon. He has a lot of dirt on the family. And he could also speak about their extreme surgery procedures. There it is. Don't know about Oh, so is that confirming that Kim Kardashian's booty is unreal? Or maybe Chloe's a man. Or, nah. maybe, <laughs> or maybe Chloe's o- OJ's son. daughter. OJ's daughter. Son. <laughs> yeah, OJ's uh, son. Because she's a man. Yeah, no, she's a man. Allegedly. No. So, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. So, yeah, but anyways. So, yeah, and Lamar does not want to sign any divorce papers unless he gets these conditions fulfilled. So, 10 million is nothing to them. 10 million shouldn't be anything to them, especially because he would talk. Imagine what Lamar. Ladies, somebody out there, bang Lamar. Get the secrets out and then call in here, 323-622-8623 and tell me all about Shit, it. Shit, he might be on Nick Ritchie's show. <laughs> but they put uh, Lamar's <laughs> business out there already. They said he was a, a drug addict. Yeah, and, but, you know, people do that. Couldn't I mean, get her knocked up. Drugs, and, you know, wait, wait, wait. That Lamar <laughs> couldn't get her. I thought she That's was That's because she's fertility. a man. <laughs> okay, now. That's okay, why now, now, he can't okay. get her pregnant. Well, Pilora, tell us about that. Now, what, do you, what have you heard in regards to that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just look at her and she just looks like a man. No offense. She does. She's like, oh, she looks like a man. Well, OJ's a man. You're right. That's what she looks like. She looks like OJ in a dress. <laughs> oh, and the Kardashian family's popularity is plummeting. Oh, that is just... That's not new news, though. I don't... Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's well, all... Well, Kim I kept mean, them afloat, and basically her and uh, I've made plenty uh, of little sex drama. videos. Nobody's ever leaked well, it, and I haven't well, gotten pregnant. Uh, I mean, famous. <laughs> Where did that come from? Freudian slip. That's what it's called. Apparently, neither or, neither or. Uh-huh. Neither, nor. Well, well, you know, I, I don't know about the Kardashians, but um, 
with Lamar Odom, he's got his own demons that he's dealing with. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he is what not in the he's not he's playing not basketball right, right now, so he didn't get a forty-eight million dollar contract. No. So he wants ten from her and that ring back. I think he's yeah. made. I think deal. he's made some money. You know, he's just, over he's the just, years, he's been a long. Know, it's just his a relationship not, got bad. Yeah. yeah, we've been waiting for this to happen ever since they got married. Anyways, right? Well, it was a shotgun uh, um, engagement, like three weeks. Right? Weren't they married within three weeks? I don't remember. Or is it engaged? Well, they had to get married quick so that they, they were can get married the within TV three show, weeks. So they get the pilot shot for the television show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they got married within three weeks, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it was, that's it was what quick. that was. Engaged within two, and then remember it was all oh all this drama. I got yeah. the wedding set up. No, it's funny, you guys. I you know, admittedly, I've watched the show maybe once or twice. But um, when Lamar <laughs> goes on, when he was with the family, he really looked like uh, he, was happy. Uh, he did not look happy. He did. He looked odd man out, um, black sheep. Uh, pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, but no no that's they got Kanye for that now. But you know what? Has Kanye kind of removed Kim from the Kardashian spotlight, if you will? You know? Yeah, because he's a nutcase. Well, he's a nutcase in his own right, but I'm saying, Somebody you know, he's kind of he pulled her. controlling this a little bit and pulling her. She has really been separated. There's kind of like a, separ- a severance between. But the is two, she still on the like- show? I'm sure she is. Well, then I don't know how. I mean, how could she? If has Kanye, Kanye ever been on the show? No, he hasn't been on the show. I yeah. saw so, but something. how can she suddenly refuse to be on the show? Well, she's with him, and they like live in. They might be. Who knows where they live in L.A. or Paris? They live in Paris. He's got a nice music video showing her boobies. That's all I know. That uh. video is still <laughs> retarded. And you know what? I don't think that's that's her body. I think that's a body double. I think his body double. Well, it's not Chloe. It's uh, not. Thank not you, Palora. We can definitely agree on that. No, I don't think it's Chloe, and I don't think it's Kim's body. You know either. what? I Chloe's got, a, actually. Chloe's got a. She's, she's probably got, a regular girl, and just the camera just doesn't do her. Anymore. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this. Oh, that was if, nice. If, if if I'm just saying, if Chloe is all natural, whether you're saying you know whether she has implants, breasts, I'm saying as long as her booty is real, then you know what. It's, you know, she's got a notch up on Kim because I didn't know that, you know, I, I'm i one of those people that were hoping that Kim's butt is actually all natural. And it's fake? Well, you said that uh, no, Lamar, I didn't if say the secrets nothing. could include yeah, but secrets Chris and about Co- their uh, the cosmetic. family's cosmetic surgery. So when did what do you think that is? I mean, Bruce that would be a <laughs> yeah, Bruce Jenner, right? Bruce Jenner, definitely. He has, yeah. and, and Chris Jenner. But yeah. see, yeah. Chris and Bruce are also on the splits. What yeah. is it with those women? Mm. I don't think anybody cares about their plastic surgery. I, I mean, I mean, no. I think people care more about all the other crap. I mean, people just assume they have plastic surgery. I mean, Bruce Jenner looks like a alien, space alien. Well, he okay, so he and, admittedly has yeah, had it done. He's yeah. been up front of that. Now, what about Chris Jenner, who has not for nothing, but her she has looked lift. progressively younger with mm-hmm. each season as their popularity increased. Well, she's about 107 and she looks about 55, so mm-hmm. it's possible she had yeah. plastic a little surgery. nip tuck here and there, and so, right? Yeah, nip tuck is it's Hollywood. Hollywood. It I think it's some plastic surgery. One of yeah, these it's things. like yeah. your car. If your car gets a dent in it, you get you the go dent out. Right. So, you know? We're in the generation where you can buy things that you want. Women buy hair. Women buy nails. Women. These are mine. 
just acrylic. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can uh, give enforcement. You can buy underwear that gives you an ass. You can buy an ass. You can do squats for an you ass. Can you can do all can that. Boobs. If so, I had $48 million, dollars, I'd buy a new body. Probably I would take my whole consciousness and put it in a different body. <laughs> <laughs> if I had $48 million, dollars, I could that. do that. You could probably do that. that. Yeah. I, would put my body in a, I would put my mind in an android body. I would. For $48 million, I really would. So, you know, Shit. whatever. I don't I, I care. You, they get I, gotta tell you, I don't care. There's quite a few things that I would not do even for 48 no, point five nothing. million. No. You know what? You know what? If they had an invention which would allow you to remove a memory from your actual mm-hmm. brain, mm-hmm. then 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 we could, you know. Oh, like men in black. Yeah, like she <laughs> Now that I would do. Forty-eight yeah. million dollars. Yeah. I can see I can see, you know. I tell you what. What um, if your Kobe's wife, what is her name? Uh, Vanessa. 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 Wow. I you mean, know, all that cheating and all that stuff that he did, go ahead and cheat as long as you bring saying, those $48 bring million out. That's hey, what I'm saying. Not for nothing, right? Really? But who wouldn't pay half of that $40 million just to hear the first conversation she had with whomever she called when Kobe mm-hmm. said, yo, babe, I just signed a 48-5 for two. But they're not together anymore, right? Yeah, they no, are. they're back together. Oh, yeah. well, $48 million. Well, they got I, back I just want to know what she said ago. to her girlfriend. Yeah. She's like, girl. She like, girl. I am set. I'll give you some too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I give you a mil when he's not looking. A milli, a milli, a milli. I just want to dream about $48 million. Do you know how many people I could have shot for $48 million? Word up. I could have a lot What's of people kiss I only want like oh, one or man, two I'm people. I'm scared of you. Well, I know. Yeah. That's the There's first nobody side. I would want to shoot. I oh, would, hi- would want to hire a big black dick to fuck this one girl that I really can't stand because you know what? I think well, she's she'd enjoy that. She never gets it good. And w- but if you can't stand her, you don't week, want her to have it good. No, I want it to be painful sex. Oh, oh I want it to be a no. big ginormous dick that pounds the shit out of her without regard. Oh, okay, what does she I, look can't, like? I can't be your friend on that one. Yeah, oh, you want to shoot people, but you don't want no. But hard I don't want her like raped and hurt and. Sometimes. What do you think shooting oh, no. does? That's it's I a mean. loving shoot. Actually, <laughs> I'll pay ten big black dicks to give her a gang bang and okay. see how she feels after that. Back to sex. Folks. No, no, no. Well, you know what? Along those lines, we. You know what? If I love the way things come back. There's a synergistic part of this conversation going on. Here we go to segue to Pilar and what you specialize in as an author. Now, Paul, tell us about your books, whether it's Talk That Talk, which is an e-book. Mm-hmm. Stevie, Enough Said. Mm-hmm. Also an e-book. Ain't nothing, ba- ain't not, ain't ain't nothing, nothing down, about, down it. about it and what, keeping up with the Keeping up with the, the Joneses. Joneses. Now, these ain't books of yours are currently available uh-huh. on... You can go to Amazon.com and you can get any of my books. I write under P.R. Hawkins because nobody can pronounce or spell Paulera. <laughs> so since they can't, they can look under P.R. Hawkins and they can find the books. Please buy them so I can pay my mortgage so I don't have to live in my car. Uh, like living inside. Love that. Love Being that. cold. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, yeah. Like. You want me to talk about the book? Well, no, no. I, I want no, you to talk, I actually you, I want to talk about the book. one book, though. But, oh, Which one? Ain't nothing down about that. That sounds good. Yeah, because you know what? Because yeah. Michelle G's over here talking about 10 big black dicks. And, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let you ladies. Dre, why don't you say we let the ladies handle that? We let the ladies handle that one. And you know, if she wins the lottery, she's going to give you a call for her girlfriend. <laughs> uh, and hey, I'm cheaper than 48.5 mil. You know, I'll take the point five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so Paul, tell us about what, you know, what, ain't nothing down about it. About it. Ain't nothing down about it was the first book I, I wrote. And oh. uh, yeah, I wrote a story in three days, actually. 
about um, two guys who were in love with each other and they didn't tell the women in their lives that they were in love with each other. And I wrote it before I knew what the download was. I actually wrote the book 20 years ago. Wow. I went to a party and uh, my girlfriend and I, we were the only two women in the party and we kept saying, and she was like, look at all these men. I'm like, girl, I think they're here together. And she's mm. like, they can't be here together. I think maybe we're at the wrong party. <laughs> and I said, what if there's a world where there are men and they have girlfriends, but they go out at night together. And she said, there's nothing like that. So I wrote the book 20 years ago. I sent it to all these publishers and nobody was interested in it. So I put it in the closet. Ha ha. And it uh, stayed in the closet for about 20 years. And then stuff started coming out about the down low and this is this. So mm -hmm. I brought the book out the closet and I resubmitted it and I got a publishing deal. Wow. No now what city Congrats. is the book? It takes place in Los Angeles and Dallas. It goes back and forth between L.A. and As Dallas. As opposed to the proverbial din of, of butt thieves, if you will, and, you know, uh, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, as we okay. all know. Oh. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> these two are doing well in L.A. They can go to Atlanta, I guess, but it's about two men, and I wanted it to be men that, in the book, it says they were friends before they were lovers. They were lovers before they knew they were in love. And it also says that all gay men are not limp-wristed caricatures of women. Right. Because they're not. These are two big old football players. These are two big old manly yeah. men. You know, one of them is actually a dancer by trade and one's a writer, but they met on the football team in college. So these are men that you can't look at and tell or think anything about that. And, it, you know, the book lasted for 20 years and the story is still there. No doubt. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that should be a movie if anybody's listening. <laughs> it really should be a movie, and it should be Michael Ely and Tyrese Gibson. That's who it should be. Whoa. Ooh. Just thought I'd put that out there if you guys. Didn't Tyrese listening. just recently do a photo shoot with a transgender model? Oh my God! Did was he? that Tyrese or no? That wasn't Tyrese. That was uh. Oh, you got Tyson Beckford. You get, okay, Tyson there's a Beckford. difference. Look, Andre, put there's names out there there's in the wrong. Be like it's Tyson Beckford. Uh, it's Tyson know. Beckford, not Tyrese. Uh, okay, I'm just saying. I think Tyrese is sexy, and I think Michael Ely is sexy. Now, which is Michael Ely? What? Uh, uh, he's on a show called Almost Human. Oh, your light skin brother. He's been yeah, out for a yeah. long. Great actor. Yeah, great and that's actor. the whole thing. One has to be yeah. One has to be light, and one has to be dark. In real life, he fucked up. Yeah, they were dating. Yeah, they were dating. Yeah, Kojo? No, those are two bald heads. Well, Boris Kojo is a good-looking man. It's the whole point about ain't nothing down about it. One guy has to be light and one guy has to be dark <sighs> because as black people, we do know, as an older black person, I know that you are treated sometimes differently depending on your skin tone. And sometimes lighter folks are treated different than darker folks. And this whole book is about how these two men were treated. You know, as a, black, as a dark-skinned black man, he was always symbolic of all things phallic. And as a light-skinned black man with a white father who grew up in England, his whole orientation was totally different mm -hmm. than David's. So, All right. Well, now that's about. Tell us about um, a bunch. Of, oh, one more thing. I'm sorry, Lex. I didn't mm. want to cut you off, but there's more sex in this book than they have more sex than prostitutes. Yeah, but so, but yeah, we. Well, I certainly don't want to. You know, there's. I'm sure a, a lot more of the subject matters that you've written about. Mm -hmm. We don't want to necessarily make. You know, we don't want to stick to. The, the, the concept of the download brother. Now, let me add you. There mm -hmm. was a book that you told me about um, that is certainly competitive or akin to what we see with the 50 Sages of Grey. Talk that talk. Oh. Talk that talk. It's the best now, book I've ever read. All right. Written. So tell us about that because a lot of women are discovering elements of their sexuality that were always perhaps latent. 
On February the 14th, Valentine's Day at 10 p.m., there will be excerpts of the book Talk That Talk performed at the Two Roads Theater in uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh. So we will have actors performing uh, parts from the book. And Talk That Talk is about a, a woman who has a boyfriend and a boyfriend. We always see the man with a, with a wife and a girlfriend. This time it's a woman. And she says that people say you can't have your cake and eat it, too. And she says, well, why not? I like cake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So she's like got a him. husband and a boyfriend. Well, she has a boyfriend and a boyfriend. Okay. And what it is is um, for the first time in her life, she has to make a decision. Well, people tell her she has to make a decision, and she doesn't want to make a decision because she loves one and she's in love with the other, and Ooh. she does not want to make a decision. But the problem is when you don't make a decision, you do make a decision. Not making a decision is making a decision. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when it's three people involved in a sex act, somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, so they had three ways Oh, they're like in it. Yeah, they, all- they are all in a relationship. They're all, she's dating them and they end up dating each other and then they Ooh. end up dating her. And what happens is she does get hurt because when you open that door, you can't close it. Pandora's okay, so, so yeah. there, was, there was an element of bisexuality mm-hmm. amongst the two men. I'm seeing uh, a theme here. Well, what happened, <laughs> what happened is the lady was in love with one guy and with the other one. And what you find out is that the one that's that she really loves, he does it for her because he loves her mm-hmm. and she can't make up her mind. They decide, well, let's uh, let's all date. And it was one night when it was a whole lot of wind and a whole lot of rain and a whole lot of weed. And one thing went to another and they all woke up naked together. And he's like. Wow, I didn't know I did that, but he did. You know, but he, did he do the other guy? My uh, butt hurts yeah. for some reason. Hey, Why they what, did each other? I, you know what? I don't know what. What's I was, this crust on I my was, mouth? What the? I don't. You know, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur of fine cannabis. Uh, a proponent of, of I'm 420 friendly. You know what I'm saying? But you say to it's me, not enough. But it? there's not a, a strong enough weed in the batch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could wake me up. It was weed and rain and wine. It was all that. It was a lot of elements going on. The woman. And it was nah, her. I'm sorry. She's yeah. not a woman around that would make me. You know because then? he loved her. That he curious. Do I don't know how many extra pills of, I would have to lack take. Lack thereof, neither, yeah. right? But you know because he loved her, he would do anything for her. You know her. what, Michelle G., there would have to be a like a Scarface-like mountain of powder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have to be like, just, die, just fall my head into the mountain of white powder, which will be name, nameless. Drugs. That's what you'd need. That's what you need. I would. Yeah, I, I'm saying I, need. I would need. Fucking, no, I don't need. I don't need. I, no I don't know to what. Do two men. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, let's make it three and see what happens. Okay, all right. You know, know what? Then let's engage that topic because as we 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 talk about the sexuality that we're that we're we're mm-hmm. dealing with here, one of the things I want to ask ladies about inclusive, uh, with, with Andre and myself and the two ladies here. Uh, there's a big difference, in, you know, and Paul, you can definitely expound on this. There is a difference in the consideration of sex versus love, whereas um, it seems that men have an innate ability uh, to separate sex versus love. What I'm posing is that within the last generation or two, there has been a, a transformation, whereas women are now as likely I, to be I in tune with, with their sexuality where you know concerning sex versus love. <laughs> I agree with that. Tell us about that. Is there a change in the old guard, if you will? I I will agree with that. I think that I used to think that men could compartmentalize. A man oh, can tell you, "I love you, I appreciate you, I need you." He could be married to you. You could have a house, and if he's walking to Ralph's and there's a woman there with no teeth and one leg, and she's offering blowjobs, he's going to take one. And he doesn't have because a problem. The no with that teeth blowjob is the bomb. <laughs> because he still, <laughs> he still <laughs> loves you. I 
Yeah. He still loves you, and he uh, doesn't see that as any problem because he still loves you. That was just sex. And I think that men can, men can compartmentalize. However, as things have changed, as people's opinions have changed, as women are embracing their sexuality, I think that there is a whole generation of women who embrace their sexuality. They can say, I love you, and then they can go and have sex with someone else and it doesn't affect their ability to love sex is sex and love is love personally for me i would like to have my sex and love with the same person but other people don't see it i see that they see that i get it it's just not my thing well by way of generation now michelle G, you might be thing. of that generation of woman who says hey you know this sexuality and, and love are two independent uh circumstances can you expound well personally i can be sexual with someone that i do not love I can be non-sexual with someone that I do love. I can make the difference between the two of them. I personally, when I am in love mm -hmm. with someone, do not want to give that person's goodies away. I agree with all that. But, well, well, you know, in, 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 well would, not give those goodies away in, the, in your, in your we're presence. Unless we're all doing or, it yeah, together. Say, unless there's 48 that. million and then yeah, I will fuck uh, anybody. Uh, uh, also, I have uh, once again educated myself once on History Channel, something like that. That's like my channel. But um, mm -hmm. anyways, so um, genetically speaking, women are actually just as likely well, yeah. to, you know, have multiple partners as men do. They say, you know, because men like to spread the seed and all this stuff. Well, women actually are more prone to cheating. Um, during we just ovulation, keep our shut. yes, during ovulation, because we want to, um, you know, um, have our let our offspring have the most, you know, beneficial partner or father in that mm -hmm. case. So, you know, maybe when we're ovulating, apparently we are said to sometimes pick out a more masculine man or something like that than our partner may look like because subconsciously we feel that our partner may not be living up to our. So you're always looking a better deal. I do. You no, I didn't the say that. The trade-up factor, Andre. I didn't say that. But, um, it's you always know, evident, it seems, apparently. There's huh? going to be a man may want to fuck a woman who has a big ass because he thinks her hips are wider because mm -hmm. maybe she mm -hmm. has more childbearing hips and all these yeah, things. All awesome that conscious. to say what that. I've always felt that possibly women and men have been equally inclined to, mm -hmm. you know, separate love from sex, have multiple partners whatsoever, but it is, yes, the generation that we are mm -hmm. living in that women now actually have is the balls to speak up. They wouldn't or, be doing that back in the day. They right. couldn't. Okay, you know, well, now they can. Well, now they, they the can, embracing, so they're doing it. And everybody's And that's shocked. why I wrote the book. Because right, so yeah. embracing been these new attitudes, okay, mm -hmm. you know, we had throwing away, the throwing away of the bra, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, there you go. Um, kinda, you know, I would take mine off, but then I'd have to walk on them in the <laughs> okay so then you know i, I don't know I, I i mean you know our women you know and now we have women women and women as being socially acceptable mm -hmm. and of course we just spoke about the the element that exists of men and men so you yourself pull out of a man i, I actually I'm, went to my ex's wedding with a girl i took a girl to my ex's wedding when he was married getting married to you know he married this woman I was this woman. Well, you know, hey. He's, uh, you know, uh, when woman. they said, does anybody object? I started to raise my hand and say, girl, you better run. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Let her find out on her own. She wasn't my friend. That's even, yeah, that could be yeah. even worse. Yeah, about, let her, you know, let letting out. it ride. Yeah. But, you know, I just think that um, love is a very difficult thing to find. And when you find it, no matter what it comes in, then if it comes in the form of a woman, if it comes in the form of a man, whatever. But I, for me, 
when I look at the people that I have been with, because I'm not trying to date. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be. I was with my guy for 17 years. Oh, I was with another long, guy for 12 term. years. With the other one for four and a half years and with the girl for two and a half years, I am a serious Why buy the cow when the milk is free? <laughs> and uh, I wasn't trying to marry none of them. Uh, I, was, I was with years. them. And uh, it was all good at the time that we were together. If I could find that one person who had everything I needed, then that's good. But what I'm saying is when I looked back on this, each one of those people that I dated were actually all the same person. Generous, kind, funny, sincere uh, they were all the same person. One just had a vagina and the other three had penises. No That's doubt. No doubt. Well, you mm-hmm. know, one of the things about relationships that uh, we want to highlight mm-hmm. is the, 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 this new thing about um, the element, and not to change the subject, but in terms of back to your book, um, um, I think it's the talk that talk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, that deals with, does it deal with elements of bondage or There's no you know, bondage in dominant, the book. Submissive but relationships, associations. There is no real bondage in the book. However, because of the relationship and because the love is so intense and because the characters are so willing to do anything for each other because they love so deeply. All right, so we're, uh, we're, you're talking about love. What I want to get into is I'm Sex trying, on the first I'm date talk, And not sex on the first date. Love. I'm talking about, let's Does take it? it here. No, yeah. I'm just going to put it on the table. All right, this is where we're going. Let's talk about what's new in terms of this whole fucking uh, 30 shades of gray or 50 shades Mm -hmm. of gray. I didn't read the book. I don't know if I'm under the book. Okay. Now, two things. Is it a female-specific targeted book, number one? And number two, are we seeing the introduction of such such sexual recreation in the African-American sexual experience? Because I got to tell you something. If anybody wants to tie me up and wants to have sex with me, you're going to get me tied up. But you're not going to get a hard-on. You want the hard-on or you want the tie-up? You can't tie me up. Okay, I just lied. That's just, what I won't do for but 40 minutes. Would million. you not tie a woman up? No, I want her to. I want her to be. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm not personally into bondage, but I'm saying it seems to be the hot topic. And is this a topic? I think it's the hot topic because people weren't talking about it. Well, I, well, well, are we seeing? Are we seeing such sex acts now taking place in the black bedroom? Well, I, 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 it is happening, but it's a different dynamic uh, because of the history of us being tied up and beaten. I've gone Ooh, to certain clubs point. and I'm like, yo, ain't nobody going to hit me with shit. <laughs> I will beat the fuck out you. Yeah. Emmett Till. Let me just fucking... Turn up in this motherfucker. You don't tie me up. It's not going to happen. But 48 million. Uh. <laughs> you got for, you don't, Paulie, you, everybody's got a price. Tie me up, put a nipple clamp on it, and uh, do what you got to do. But tie me up, no. I, I No, 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 no. I... Fuck. Well, okay, okay, but no. but there is the the mental aspect of well, it, which is... Well, is that a black mental aspect, is what I'm asking you. I mean, you know, well, you can be submissive. I think it's a, the dominant submissive thing, and people add that to it to get more into the character, but I, I, I think if that's your nature... You don't necessarily have to nature be is, is tied broad, up to be submissive. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a horizon. It's, yeah. it's so interesting because I am very aggressive. I'm a very aggressive woman. However, in the big old lazy community, I'm a femme. And I'm like, really? Are y'all sure? And they're like, yeah, you are. You know, because I'm not a stud. I'm a femme. 
but I'm very aggressive. And so I think that in the dynamics of a relationship, as Andre is saying, there's a submissive person and mm-hmm. there's a dominant person. And sometimes when you have those two dominant, yeah, they you know, clash. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. You know, Let's, it's a you problem. Let's take a call. We've yeah. got a caller. What do you want? Who do you want to tie up? Good evening. Good evening. Lex Steele with Lex Steele Live with Michelle G. Talk to us, caller. Uh, My name is Angel from Chicago. (laughs) Angel. Sounds like somebody that somebody in the studio knows. (laughs) What's going on, Angel? Hi. I was just listening and watching you guys um, to your show. And I'm sitting here with my sister. You all were discussing the 50 Days of Grey book and how... um, those things are um, in the black bedroom, as you put it. Um, I think it's just something that came up uh, that became more of a topic of discussion. It's always been in the black bedroom. It's just the book seems to take it to one extreme versus the different extremes people will take it to um, in our bedroom here. Sometimes people like to be handcuffed. Some people like to be tied up. Um, others may like a little spanking here and there. Some may go all the way with the complete, you know, history of complete blogging or whatever else goes on there. And some of it like the milder approach to it. But I think that it's not just a black and white um, subject. I think it has an array of different stages for everyone. I agree. And it's just now more prominent. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then important, like she said, different stages. I do know? believe that we keep it more in the bedroom and private versus out in public like going to a club or because there are bdsm clubs and the few times that i've gone how do you know that how do you know that they're abundant i do (laughs) research how do you know about the things i I research you can't say it when you go to these clubs so (laughs) you're you're out there it's research okay so anyway um you know a lot of the guys who are really into it are not the most masculine dudes. So it's a role play that they get off mm-hmm. of. I, we, I'm now dominant. I can tie her up and flog her. And, you know, like, dude, in reality, you, I thump you in the forehead and crush your skull, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's the role play aspect <laughs> that people like. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that as well. Okay. Well, call uh, Any other questions or comments? No, I will continue to listen. And if you say something else that's brought to my attention, I will call you back. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great night. You're welcome. Thank Thanks for calling. Bye. Well, you know, it, it's interesting. When when you see the portrayal of, of um, BDS and M in, in mainstream movies, um, rarely do you see the portrayal of, of that caricature, um, you know, with a brother playing the role. You usually see, you know, and I don't know. I'm sure brothers out there like to wear the leathers and, and participate in that. I know a guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. And for, you know, forgive you know, me for, for if I provide a generalization for black men. I just be actually just speaking for myself. What you're saying? I know a brother actually who's into that stuff very much. So he's you got like multiple subs and all this shit. But I think that's also a mental. Yeah, like you said, it's sort of like a role playing thing. But I think that's a mental thing also for this person that he has somehow has to feel control over. Well, and yeah, when they show it in life. movies, is usually good. Think the, uh, what, what was the movie? Tarantino movie. It's always oh the uh, gimp yeah in, uh, Pulp Fiction yeah the Pulp Fiction you know? Know? oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and it, even it, the American Pies uh, the main character a couple times was you know portrayed in the in the submissive garb but many people many people make the mistake that the garb is submissive but it could actually be a, the domination the dominator gear and, and it's just portrayed as a submissive but it could be there's different ways that they dress 
Um, forgive me for how I know about that, but uh, it's all good. Well, that depends you on what the between the master and the sub, right? Like said, you know. Well, because if this is a real BDSM relationship and not just somebody getting kinky in the lighter spectrum, if you will, with just some handcuffs, uh, you know, and spank that ass. But um, well, well, from what you said about the guy you know, right? That yeah. Has to, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, because there's a difference in American. Uh, versus European BDSM environment. Oh, this is a brother. Okay, from uh, okay, the I understand States. that. But what my question would be is, does his activity include intercourse? I believe it does. Okay. Uh, from this is, I was not part of this. I would like to say that I <laughs> wait, am wait. not the submissive. I'm not a sub. I'm far from. Get it right. But, yeah, no, from the conversation that we've had, I know it definitely also included intercourse. I think, though, sometimes he would punish his subs by them wanting intercourse and him not giving it to them. But again, this is that's what I was going to say. If like a solid, real BDSM relationship, they also have certain rules, mm -hmm. you know, safe words and these sort of things, you know. And I mean, some of them go beyond um, the sexual bondage and so on and so forth. Some of it is like real slavery, if you will, right, where you know the the master wants the sub to clean his shoes every day and stuff like that or um that one specific guy that I know I know that he would have his subs get his name tattooed on them and so there was like a multiple of like maybe five girls that would have tattoos I've read about other guys or women in that case they wear collars you know mm -hmm. Um, even in their day-to-day -day life, they may hide it a little bit because these are doctors and lawyers, and if you will, you know. But um, yeah, they may have a collar or a wristband. It's like a complete subculture. Yeah, that well, is entire them culture. I need somebody to mop the kitchen floor and take out the trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in the end, it depends on whatever the agreement is. Um, and, and they I, actually have people sign contracts. Contracts, yeah. Even. There's contracts. You, you know, know, that's what I'm saying. And that's why Fifty Shades of Grey they had to have the contract and they had to do all this stuff. Yeah. So because yeah, that's like BDSM, BDSM, but. Our are we talking about, you know, tying up? Let me take my scarf really quick and have his arms tied here while I orally please him or something. Or you are know, we talking about full on, was, like, exactly, you know, exactly. sensory so, deprivation? So, saying, and, it, it, so I you know, know a pain. guy, a brother who is like really into solid BDSM relationships. Here we're all trying to, or here we're assuming that maybe it's not so much in the black community, but then again, what's the spectrum that we're talking about? Um, you probably wouldn't have. Uh, an issue if your girl brought home some pink fluffy uh, handcuffs and said, "Babe, do well, my see, that's arm the thing. You know see, what I mean? So the pink fluffy things. That's still I mean, the people, up, though. but the people who are really into it, they spend a lot of a money. money. On it. So it's some of these the, outfits, it's are the cats who are the the professionals that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, who go to the be these measures flogged and and have. You know, a, a, a dominant woman step on his back and yeah. kick him in the balls or whatever the case may be because he's in this position of power mm -hmm. in the office. Mm -hmm. So he goes to this woman afterwards to be, you know, dominated. Yeah. See, yeah, flog so is not even in my everyday conversation. I mean, just the word. I mean, I know what it means. I know what it is. But I don't just come out and say, I'm going to flog you today. Or would I? Would you like to be flogged? Well, we or, use spank. Uh, we, Even we, that, we, don't we, spank me, don't hit me, don't, I don't like it. Well, okay, no. now flogging can be like with, a, you know, there's so many different things, apparatus that they use. It could be a soft one or it could mm -hmm. be a riding crop all the way up to paddles. Yeah. That's too much. You know that sounds like yeah. fraternity stuff right there. Yeah, Paddles. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of these things that they're using for, you know, if you're into the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, I just was, you know, was wondering, is it something that, that perhaps I missed 
you know, within, you know, within my social life, had I missed the, the I, I didn't get the memo that we, that now we're beating each other and then having, as long no, as we, you know. No beating in my bedroom, so well, I don't beating know. also, unless you're beating it up, I don't know <laughs> what kind of beating we're talking about here. Well, I mean, look, you know, if, 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 if people are getting handled in such a way that's leaving a mark. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, strapping someone's breasts up with rope. Or whether it's you know suspending them in air where their feet are really touching the ground, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff that's out there, and the internet is providing a lot of uh, resources for deviant sexual activity and discovery. I had a question I wanted to ask the women because I, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I saw something on the internet, and they finally confirmed what I was always saying that having sex on the first date or near the first date can lead to a more successful relationship. What do you want? I mean, to? I was with a guy for 17 years and we had sex the very first night we met. That is not typical for me, but for me and him, you know, we met. It was instant connection. We had sex that night. 17 years I was with him before I discovered he was crazy. 17 years. 17 years. He was slinging it. He hit it. <laughs> he hit it. <laughs> then one day he couldn't hide it anymore. <laughs> you sucker. But um, I, I think if it's right, it's right. You grow. Do, do what you do. Um, you know, I think it could. It could. I think it takes the pressure off. But I because now you can just because still... most guys go on dates because they want to hit it. So, but it's you the, know how it I've is. Heard Once that you hit it, before. you might not even want it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just it's let him hit it, and then that's all out of the way, and that's well, all and then he, he can be wanted. himself. Well, and but can then the, there's a question. See, that's when the, the get to know each other. Is that all he wanted? He just wanted to hit it. See, if you never call back, want. that's all he ever wanted. But how do you know if the guy's going to actually get more interested into you if you already gave him all that milk? You know, mm-hmm. well, it's not I like mean, you're not going to enjoy it too. I mean, yeah, but you you may not enjoy it when that phone call doesn't come the next right. day or the day after or two weeks later. Because he got the milk and now he's not thirsty anymore. So, exactly. You know, so, but but if, think about but the guy the who's constantly. Yeah, going out, you know going what? out. And- yeah, you know what? This is what it is. If you're looking, if there's a woman who's looking for a serious relationship mm-hmm. and she knows that the guy she's messing with is also interested in a serious relationship, I say go ahead and, you know, let him have it. But that's what communication Why put him on the wait? Right. But see, are you going to go on a first date? Like, well, so actually, I mean, hello, we meet, let's exchange numbers, let's go and have a drink, and then I'm going to start, you know, actually, I want something serious. You're not going to scare him off either. You don't even know the guy. Right. This is a, a little bit of a gray area. I'm all for, you know, you don't withhold it. What's the big deal? You know, we're all adults. Fuck if you want to fuck. Excuse and I agree. my language. You know what it is. But, um... But then there's the thing. What are you looking for? If he just hit it that one time and there you were like, shit, I right. actually wanted to get to know him better. Is there... Does he want to get to know you better? I remember I had sex with a guy on the first date, got all drunk, and then I woke up there the next morning. I was like, shit. You know, I was trying to sneak out. This dude woke up. I thought, this is it. Now I'm leaving. He actually asked me out for breakfast the next day. I was all, oh, you know, that was a pleasant surprise. But if it doesn't go like that, you know, and you mm-hmm. actually made that mistake, I'll call it a mistake because you wanted more and he never calls you back, shoot. But then you know what? Why does it matter then anyways? You don't want him anyhow. Well, in my book, to give it with the goods. In my yes. book, Keeping Up With The Joneses, that's what happened. These two people meet, it's instant chemistry, it's instant, mm-hmm. and they have sex the first night. And then after the sex was so good, he's mad because he figured, well, if this is good, what's she been doing? 
and then they have to go through this whole thing where he really realizes that he likes her, and so he has to woo her. This and dance. All, it is, it's a dance. But the point is, in that particular book, they had sex the very first night, which was something that neither one of them ever really did. Mm-hmm. And, then, of course, at the end of the book, they got married. You know? Well, you know, between men and women and, and the the experiences that take place, why is it always such that the woman feels that she is giving away a gift now, what would happen? Because wait, for wait, 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 wait. We've been told. Yeah, that. it but, is a gift. That's but a what would happen if if men began to um, prioritize, or, you know, or, or qualify or quantify themselves in the way that women um, qualify their their goods? Then maybe know? everybody would treat everybody better. Because sometimes what I am discovering, you know, I don't have a problem with sex on the first date. Huh? <laughs> what? You need to watch yourself. What did he say? He said. You sounded like an old lady. No, you <laughs> don't. Clear, Why? Clear. Continue speaking. I was very interested. I forgot what I was saying now because I'm trying to figure out what you're Because then well, maybe people would treat each other would, nicer. People would treat each other nicer. I think that sometimes but when you get age, to be a certain age, I'm sorry, call it old, call it whatever, but when you're 50, still walking around trying to hit it and whatever, what the hell? When are you going to make Settle a decision down. that I'm going to do this? Because I don't want to keep dating. I'm looking for that person. I yeah, want to build something You don't want to be in the somebody. club at 50 still hoping to meet somebody. Well, that's where the I communication comes in cooking and being and honest with one another. Being that's what honest. I said. So but if you're why? just on the first date, how honest are you really going to be? You're not just going to spill all your guts onto mm-hmm. somebody. You're going to scare them off. Right. You, know, it's, it's, you it's, don't like just you say, trust the anybody with any information. So now yeah. you're going to... I mean, hello. Yeah. I mean, we can be honest about this. Would you like to have sex tonight? You don't think that That's there's as a, there's a way to judge a person's character to know? No, no, no people because are people, people don't show you their Actors, true face. It takes exactly a minute to front. see their true face. You Especially can know somebody for... You can know somebody for years. 17 years and didn't find out till 17 years later that he, that he was, was good crazy. And crazy. <laughs> good and crazy. But for seven, for 16.9 of those years, the sex was so good it didn't matter that he was crazy. Ah, uh, dick whipped uh, is what it's called. I was called. dick whipped because you know what? Good dick will make you forget that he doesn't have a job. Good dick will make you forget a lot of things. Good dick will make you go get it in the middle of the night when his car is broken. You know, but after a while... Dick ain't that good. After a while, you need to get on the bus. You need to get on the train. And okay, well, you know, before we move into a <laughs> but wait, we were speaking about the gift. <laughs> no, the gift <laughs> of vaginas. I had actually something to say. Wait a minute, because you said, why do women feel that the gift of this and that? Not only were we taught, you know, raised to be precious with our uh, genitals as female, but men, quite frankly, put the pussy on <laughs> pedestal. Well, many a ship so has been sank over over a woman's yeah, and um, so that's nether what actually, regions. Of course, women, what, pussy is power. Pussy Don't give it up. Power. Play with it. Work with it. They put it on the pedestal. They do put use men the pussy put to get what you want, ladies. Yes. Use the pussy. Use okay, it. but you know what? If we're using those things for to to good use, right? Good then use. why is it that women complain when guys, you know, expect to get pussy from Thank them you. in exchange? In exchange for, for what? For that dinner. That that sometimes, breakfast. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Dinner's he not worth it. You know you're gonna have to fuck them at some point. Yeah. I I, I, agree. I mean, so I mean, because if you take me to uh, where is that you're going to the uh, 
soccer game or where are you going? Are you going to Brazil? The world say right. Okay, right. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're going to Brazil, I'm going to fuck you. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you if you pay for my trip to Brazil, <laughs> I, I might fuck you on the plane. But, you know, I, I expect it to be part of the Yeah, deal. we know that. Yeah. Or it would be a long way to go but if you weren't going to end up including sex in the trip. I don't have a problem with that. For a trip to Brazil, you get pussy. Now, you just taking me to Rouse. No. But, okay, if... if, if <laughs> If we're on equal footing, though, with women's lib and this and that, why is it that footing. we? You, I had to take you to Brazil to get some ass. I mean, so, no, I mean, be I, sweet. I'm all for, I'm all for the pussy. Don't get ass. me wrong. I mean, my whole business is predicated like on it. But <laughs> it's just the notion that I'm saying that the the uh, I'm not trying to discount the value of pussy. I'm still be saying that as women use it as a checkbook, there is a devaluing of that. And of course, women are are made, trying to maintain that that you know that kung fu grip on the value of the pussy when they're brokering it out at a discount to the market. So I've got to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy puts on that. I'm gonna short that market, and I'm gonna continue with the economic downfall of the value of the pussy. See what I'm saying? Why don't we put value on a dick? Come on, exactly. let's put value. You know, on a there dick. is some. There are great. Dicks out there, but it is the lover. <laughs> it is the like, some of them like, you can purchase. Those ten black dicks I talked about earlier. <laughs> I'm gonna round them up. I know where. Hey, you know no, what? No, I haven't you even got, never gotten two. You only got to find but, um, nine more because you know you might have to employ your no, boy over I'm, here. Now I totally. Uh, what I, I was gonna Andre say. Andre Lavelle, we, you know, we didn't even talk about Andre's <laughs> photography. No good pieces. We've gotten into a discussion. We've got this. Do is, you photographize? You know what? We've moved. Dicks? We've got Oprah Winfrey <laughs> and Steve Harvey, and at the same time, we brought these shows together, right? Now, but we're gonna get oh, into I some of the down Oprah and dirty before we get out of here. Speaking about your it's photography, yes. Andre, tell us a little bit about. What type of photography, erotic photography you do, where people can find it before we get out of here, night before Thanksgiving? Uh, Pornartgraphy.net. It's, uh, I've taken sensuality and and pushed, I pushed the limits. I I did a calendar series called Fantasy in which it was about uh, uh, relationships, sensuality, uh, couples, black uh, people, really, really nice images. And, well, not uh, all the people, or not all the women were black. Yeah, some... well, in 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 the fantasy series, it was. Okay. It, it was yeah, it was, it was just showing us in a different light, in a way that we hadn't been presented. And so, uh, I have some I, of those stills in my bathroom. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. People and uh, so, yeah. I just wanted to push the limits a little bit further and and create some dialogue and get people to to express their sexuality. So. Well, now in your writing, Polar, I'm sure you get do you get graphic in your writing? Yes. Okay, now, now, Andre, in your photography, are you showing points of penetration? Are you showing yes. coitus? Yes. Interruptus? Yes. <laughs> showing all it all. Because I think within our culture, we, we've been kind of jaded or, or repressed. We don't often see ourselves, you know, in, in that way. So I'm like, we, we all do it. We all came here through sex. So why not put it out there? It's so natural. It's a natural yeah. thing, yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I My last two books have been e-books. When my first two books, Ain't Nothing Down About It and Keeping Up With The Joneses, came out, it was very interesting depending on where the bookstore was as to where the book would be. Sometimes, like when there was Borders, the book might be an African-American, or it might be in new releases, or it might be in Chick Lit, or it might be in Erotica. I was always more excited 
when my book was in new releases because it stood out. I was more excited when it was in chick lit because it stood out. What's chick lit? Chick uh, literature. uh, Female literature. When they put my book in African American, I felt that it was lost with all the other books mm-hmm. because they just threw all the black books together. They didn't break them down into any kind of category. And so when people wanted black books, they just went and picked up one, but they didn't know which, you know, I, I, I needed them to see my book separate from the whole group of books, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, the last two, the ebooks, have been very, very interesting because I don't understand the whole Facebook thing. Somehow other people are reading the books and then they're contacting me on Facebook and they're sending me messages going, I dig this. This is a good story. We should get together. You and, should you should write a book and let And me you shoot it. Them. Yes. Yes. And and the whole thing well, And you two should, should pose for the picture. <laughs> well the whole thing about it I've is, been working out, yes, let's do that. <laughs> the whole thing is um that people when they talk to me about it, they always say with shock and awe. It was a good story. Of course it was mm. a good story. I wrapped a good story in sex because sex sells. No doubt. Sex sales, so that's why I wrote a story about a woman with two men. And, you know, it is really the Love Jones of the New Millennium is what the book is, Talk That Talk. But to get people to read it, I have to compare it to Fifty Shades of Grey. Then they come back and say, oh, it's better than that. Yeah, it is, but can you tell somebody so I can get a book deal too? Cool. So I can get a better movie. Well, make make sure people out there, um, I hope you definitely avail yourself of what uh, Ms. Hawkins has written where can they find your work once on again, Amazon.com, P.R. Hawkins. P. Like Paul, R. Like Robert. P.R. Hawkins, Amazon.com. You can find all my books, my e-books, and my regular books. You can also find me in Walmart. And then uh, I was Facebook, your Walmart. Facebook is? <laughs> uh, Paul R. Hawkins. And Andre Lavelle, where can people find you and your photography? AndreLavelle.net and uh, um, PornArtGraphy.net. And then also your training services, your personal training services yes, as well. Yes, and we will get together tomorrow, 6 a.m., hitting the stairs. Ain't that right, Mr. Steele? No, I'm, I'm going to be on a bike route. I got a 35-mile oh. PCH on my road bike I'm doing up to Azusa. PCWBootCamp.com. PCWBootCamp.com. Michelle G, for the Thanksgiving, what are you doing and where can people contact you? What am I doing? I am cooking out. I'm making a turkey on all that good stuff. I'm making it. I was told not to post any pictures because everybody is. We're all eating the same shit. Okay, all right. So, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. Each is Goldie B. That is G-O-U-L-D-Y-B. Lex. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out, checking us out tonight, this night before Thanksgiving. We know there are a number of places you can be. We certainly appreciate you being here with us. We're going to be on hiatus for the month of December 2013, and we'll be back up and running as of January 2013, and we'll be in touch by way of Facebook and Twitter in the promotion of what we'll be doing coming up. So for all the good people here at Lexus Still Live with Michelle G, Lexus Still, this show has been brought to you by EvilAngelVideo.com, where you can find the best in triple x including your man lex steel of lex steel Productions. so if you want to keep in contact with myself hit me up at lex steel live at gmail.com and as always lex steel 11 we'll let you figure out what the 11 stands for michelle g i know it lex steel 11 i've seen it <laughs> i got one at home too kobe bryant 48.5 a milli a milli a milli a milli a milli a you got enough money for another girlfriend, baby mama. Thank you for joining us on the Lexington Steel Live Show. 
Be sure to tune in every Wednesday night and follow us on Twitter at Lex Steel Live. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.